This is the Insurance Buzz, where we discuss selling insurance in today's time, generating time and financial freedom in your agency, and what's trending in our industry. I'm your host, Michael Weaver, and in this episode, we have special guest Mitch Mamoser, who has absolutely crushed it the last three years. We talk about everything from what he learned as a college athlete and how that carried over into his professional career to the importance of keeping things simple and also what it's like running multiple businesses. With that being said, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. I'm your host, Michael Weaver, and we are lucky to have Mr. Mitch Mamoser with us today. How are you, my man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on here. Absolutely. I am so dang excited about today and I appreciate you and your time this morning. So, um, Mitch, I like to get right into this, man. Little, little. So, first of all, we're getting buzzed on the insurance buzz today. I'm telling you guys, I got a little coffee in my, in my, my cup today. Mitch, are you, you, you drinking any coffee or what you, what you got uh, in your cup no, today? No coffee, but I, I'm, uh, I'm all water all the time. <laughs> all right, water all the time. Um, let's uh, let's get into this. What was what was life like before you became an insurance agent? Uh, so I was in college, <laughs> um, <laughs> the University of Illinois, ran track, uh, pole vaulted there, up in Champaign for all four years, and then yeah, I'm. Right out of college, I started working with TJ Tingley um, over in Robinson, Illinois, who's a state farm agent. I was there for about 18 months um, before taking over my own gig. Um, But yeah, prior to that, I mean, grew up in a really small town, southern Illinois. Three brothers, always played sports. That was pretty much my life growing up. Okay, so straight out of college, how'd you you get turned on to insurance? Um, Actually, my dad... Uh, works for Country Financial, who's also based out of Bloomington. Um, so he's been an agent now, and I think he's in his 35th year. So he, he is an agent in my hometown. So I kind of grew up with the insurance world. I knew what it was all about. And then um, as far as how I went to State Farm over Country, uh, it just kind of happened. Um, but I liked our business model. And, yeah, I mean, I just grew up with it with, with my dad. So, so no hard feelings in the family for, for not. No. <laughs> hey, hey, no, to be honest with you, I still live at home. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I freaking, I love this. So you grew up around, okay. Cause it, it, it is interesting. Cause I, I got into insurance right out of college, but <clears throat> I just happened to stumble across it. Insurance isn't one of those things where people are like, I want to be an insurance agent when I grow up. And and maybe some people are, I was not that guy because I didn't know what insurance was. And so I always like to ask when I hear, especially young successful guys like yourself that straight out of college went to insurance. How, what, what, why insurance? And so little family roots. Okay. Um, yeah. So family roots. So tell me what it, I guess, what, what intrigued you about growing up in a household? Your, your dad's an insurance professional. What, in, what really intrigued you about that profession? You know, uh, growing up in a competitive family where we played every sport there is. I mean, all, all my brothers, I've got two older brothers, one younger. We played football, basketball, baseball, uh, pole vaulted, and then 
golf here and there. Um, so very, very competitive. Um, my mom stayed home with all four of us. I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, I think having seen what, you know, my dad was able to do with us more or less. I mean, he coached all of us growing up. So seeing the flexibility to be able to leave at three o'clock and go, you know, coach, if he wanted to do that, I never, I, you know, I, I never remember them missing any sort of an event that we had. So for me, it was a lot of income potential, complete control of it going, Hey, the more I work, the more I'm going to make. Um, I always say the two biggest benefits are freedom and flexibility. I like the idea of being in control of what I can do, I guess, more or less, um, you know, and then obviously we have the ability to make a difference in thousands of people's lives here in the community. So I would say those alone are what drew me in initially. I'll be honest with you. It was the income potential and the freedom. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it, it's a very, can be a very lucrative career if set up right. So freedom, flexibility, money, those are, uh, those are all very, very, yeah, sexy things. I, I love that myself. So what do you think um, <clears throat> did you learn? So competitive family, obviously you, you, you saw what insurance could do, but you're, you're, you were a big time athlete. I know you still like, you're, you're still running every single day. I know you just, we, right before the call, you're like, yep, got my run in this morning. What do you think you learned in as being a collegiate athlete that has helped you really have an amazing successful career so far as a really young entrepreneur and business owner. I mean, you're, you're three years in and you've yeah. accomplished more than what a lot of insurance professionals have accomplished 20 years. And so, so talk a little bit about maybe some of those things that you've learned as a athlete or, or things that carried over into the business world. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think there's probably a lot that could go into this, but I talk a lot about like just the day to the day in and day out grind more or less. Um, and I think falling in love more more or less with the process than the destination. You know, I had multiple injuries throughout my athletic career, setbacks, um, which is tough. You know, you put in a lot of work, effort, and all of a sudden you have setbacks. I, I think it's the same thing in this world. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a roller coaster with team. I think every agent can probably relate to the ups and downs of team members going at one point, things are smooth. It's running itself. The next thing you know, you got three employees that walk out on you or whatnot. So just b- being able to prepare for that and no, not really even prepare, being able just to overcome it. The biggest thing is just fall in love with the process versus the destination. Mm. <clears throat> I love that. So grind, process, I... uh yeah, I mean, because I think we live in such a fast-paced world. I mean, we live in this social media world oh. that we we see everybody's best, and and it makes it makes you want it even faster and faster. But we all know that sometimes it it takes a lot, a lot longer than maybe we had originally planned or even hoped for. So I love that you hit on that because, and you may feel this way. I don't know, but I believe that the process is the most important part because. It, it is what's going to create the person you have to be to get to the destination you're aiming for. Absolutely. And, you know, I love, I don't remember who said it, but it's like I became an overnight sensation after 17 years or something, you know? <laughs> so that, that, that's how, that's kind of how I feel at times. It's like everybody always sees the, the Sunday football game. Nobody sees the practice that you're putting in. 
um, you know, when that's 90% of it, right? You never know what somebody's actually going through or what kind of, what they're doing when nobody's around. Um, you know, and I, I, I see that all the time. So I love, I, I, my favorite thing is when people's like, Hey, it must be nice. Or you've got it made. And I'm like, absolutely. I can get you on the same path that I went through. And they're like, well, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're, yeah, man. It's a, it, it is a, Cause you're, if I had to guess, you make it look pretty easy, just like a lot of really successful business owners, entrepreneurs, but at the end of the day, this, this shit's not easy. Like there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of, um, sacrifices, a lot of things that you go through. And so, so I get that you, you did bring up, um, something earlier that I want to dive into is the whole win the day concept. Um, cause you, you've been very, very successful. And so talked a little bit, uh, maybe just what winning the day looks like to you on, cause you sound like you have maybe like a structured day, like habits, um, routine. So I want to tackle that first. And then I want to go into maybe the win the day concept with your, with your team. But do you have like a structured routine or something that, that you do on a daily, weekly basis that helps you be successful? Um, yeah, I, I would say I definitely do. Um, you know, as far as what the day will bring may vary, but as far as like five o'clock in the morning, I am up and take a little pre-workout, either lift or run for me. It's not even about the physical aspect for me. It's more the mental aspect. I mean, it really jumpstarts my day. My employees joke around you didn't get it in today. Did you? And they're like, it's night and day. If you work out in the morning, uh, you're, you're like a whole new person. So, you know, so I try to really take a, make a conscious effort to get that in every single morning. Um, and then I have my morning meeting here with, with my team members at State Farm. And then depending on what the day brings, I mean, I will try to meet with one or two people every day. And then I might switch gears to Frost Buddy, which is another business that Brock and I have going on. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of my daily routine right now. I'm fortunate to be able to do all of it because I'm, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Um, like I said, I still live at home. So really living the, living the dream. I get. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I have the ability to right now, I put a lot of time into just the two businesses that I own. Yeah, I, I love that. So your so your biggest habit routine that you that really jumpstarts your day, both physically and mentally, is just getting up yep. and getting a run or workout in. What uh what what made you change from maybe not being a morning person to hey, five AM every day, I'm 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 clicking, I'm ready to rock and roll. You know, I think I started surrounding myself with people who were really successful. And noticing how they live their life versus um, the average person, I would say ninety percent and ninety-five percent of the world. Basically, I was, I'm always like, a lot of people live for the weekend because they don't like what they do. Um, you know, so they, they're like, I can't wait for Friday, can't wait for Friday. To me, I want Monday to be just like my Friday or my Saturday. So um, I've really tried to process, uh, you know, retrain my brain to go. If I don't enjoy what I'm doing, why am I, you know? what's the, what's the real reason I'm doing this? So, um, you know, and I would say the other part is I started, I hated reading growing up. Like I still don't like actually reading, but I, 
I always tell TJ when I worked at TJ Tingley's, uh, I think for my birthday or something, he got me a subscription to audible. Um, and at the time I'd never heard of it. Didn't know what it was. I probably didn't activate, probably go through one, a book a, a week now. Um, and that's drive to work. So it works out well. I, I get an hour in every day to and from work. I'll just listen to a book. That's kind of me time. So it's real. I think it's really just surrounding myself with like-minded people. Um, and just doing those little things that add up. Yeah. <clears throat> I love that. Um, you, you want to be successful. You see people that have been successful and you're just uh, mimicking their, their success habits. Yeah. I, uh, I dig that. That's, that's the same thing I, I, I believe in. I just recently started doing these little polar plunges, ice bath things. And people are like, Michael, why, why are you doing that? What are the health benefits? I'm like, to be honest with you, I know it's super healthy. I know it helps like your immune system, but Tony Robbins says he does it every morning. So I should be doing it every morning. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, um, if it's good enough for Tony Robbins, it's good enough for Michael Weaver. Absolutely. I'm all about like Tony Robbins, uh, David Goggins, Andy Frisella. Though, like, I just listening to people like that is so inspiring. And it just, the road to success can be lonely at times because most people don't want to do what you are doing. It's okay. I mean, that's, there's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk a little bit. Cause I can, I could go down that path all day long. Let's, um, let's talk. So win the day, your, your office has been extremely, extremely successful. What, what's your team? What, what do you, besides amazing leadership from you, what's what your team focused on or what do you think has helped lead to that success? Not only one year, but consistently year in and year out. Yeah. So I talk about this with a, oh, one of my best friends was an aspirant for me. Now he's an agent, but we were just talking about this. Um, I try to keep things really, really simple in here. So I'm a big believer on focus on what you can control. Um, number one, and be better than what you were yesterday. A lot of times I'll ask the question at the end of the day, hey, did you do everything that you can to be successful today? That's all I can ask for. Or did you waste an hour here or there? Did you goof around for two hours? I mean, I've been in, I've been in their shoes. So those are kind of my, I guess, self-reflection questions that I, that I would ask them. And then um, from a sales standpoint, I separate my whole office sales and service um, from this. And I'm, I'm blessed with really, really great team members. I'll preface it with that. So uh, on the sales side, I don't want them doing any sort of service related tasks. So I'm like, call, quote, meet, repeat. If you're not doing one of them, you should be doing the other two. You know, if you're not calling, you should either be quoting or in a meeting. If you're not quoting, you're either in a meeting or you're calling. If you're not in a meeting, you're either calling or you're quoting. If I look at the end of the day and go, Hey, you had one quote, 30 calls. What'd you do the other seven hours out of the day? I mean, that, so that's kind of how I really break it down. And I've got enough data to where I can go, Hey, you're averaging, you know, one quote every 24 phone calls. So I think I, I really try to make it a simple math equation for them. Um, they've all been here long enough now to where I can go. How many apps do you want to write a month based on your data? here's exactly what you've got to do. And then it's on them. I mean, they know, and I've built an Excel sheet that goes, how close are we? Here's what I told you. Is that holding true? And we're, we're pretty close. So those are just some, I mean, that's how, that's about how I run my office. <laughs> that's, 
I love that though, because obviously simplicity sells in everything we do. It doesn't matter if it's in actual sales. It doesn't matter if it's in management, if it's in leadership, the more simple you can make something, the more clarity there's going to be. Um, it, it's going to minimize confusion. And you said something there, which was interesting from your, what you hold them really accountable to is call, quote, meet, repeat. Um, I, I, I dig that. Did I get that right? Call, quote, yep. meet, repeat. Okay. Yep. So you, so is there like a, so you, do you, you've got them all figured out. You, you figured out, okay, these are the goals. This is what you have to do every single day. Um, and that's pretty much it, right? Like yeah. each person yeah, and, win, and, win the day. Yeah. And we, I mean, we try to have a lot of fun. I mean, they're all pretty much my age. So we get along really, really well. I mean, we'll hang out outside of this, outside of work at times. Um, but I'm really open with them. So, you know, they know what it takes for me to travel or to go somewhere. I, you know, and I do the same thing with them. And, and I always tell them, like, everything's negotiable. If you guys want to do something, bring it to me you want to raise bring it to me i mean i'll we'll talk it out it's a negotiable you're gonna have to do something for me but um you know so for fast star they're like uh we want to go to cancun and i'm like i am on board let's i'm all in let the bar is going to be raised a little bit if i'm taking everybody (laughs) to cancun um oh that's that's what we did i mean they're fired up for it and we're off to probably the best start i've ever had Uh, (laughs) i love that all right so what what are you going to hit in fast start to take them to cancun uh, I think we ended up just saying 130 roll new auto, uh, 50 written life policies Let's by, March, go. by March 31st. So, okay. Okay. That's, that's helping a lot of people. That's, uh, that's good stuff. So, so Mitch, you, uh, <clears throat> you're, you're juggling a lot of stuff right now. Not only are you running a really successful agency, leading a team here, but, um, you and your brother also started a uh, a company called Frost Buddy. Um, what? And, and I've used some Frost Buddy products. I think they're amazing, but I don't know everything you have to offer at Frost Buddy. I've only used like the koozie. So what? What? What's Frost Buddy all about? Yeah, we started. Rock and I. So like I said, I've got two older brothers, one younger brother. Frost Buddy is me and my younger brother. Um, so he just graduated from Indiana University uh this past may um but we started frost buddy in essentially march of 2020 same month as covid started more or less um and what we did is we i'll be honest we i had no idea what i was really getting myself into i I thought it would be a side hustle until he graduated and got a real job just like everybody else but um we started out just making slim can coolers so like your yeti but for some you know the white claw seltzers truly's they were all becoming really popular started out with just that long story short we were kind of like all right you've got slim cans regular cans bottles all these different shapes and sizes and everybody's got a can cooler for everything under the sun is there a way to make all this fit in one and that's where we went to the drawing board and we came up with a universal design um that holds 12 ounce swim cans regular cans bottles all in one it took off i mean it really it took off into something i I never ever fathomed um so we've been doing it now for about a year and a half um i spend a lot of time on it as well um (laughs) truthfully probably more time on it but but yeah no i i love that so i wanted i number one yeah the product's amazing i want to get into that a little bit more but What's interesting 
is so this is a totally different business model. So um, yep. it's more of you, and you're managing people remotely. So what yep. have you, from a leadership and management standpoint, what um, what do you think you could share there that would would help? Um, I mean, it's because it is a different. I run, I run yeah. a business model like that. So, yep. what do you, what's the, like the differences you would say, and what have you learned in that business that has helped you become a better leader or manager in your in your insurance agency? Yeah, um, boy, that's a good question. Well, I guess first thing I learned is that I don't really own my business with State Farm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, there's really great aspects, and I, I think State Farm's one of the greatest insurance opportunities in the world not ever going to take that away. However, with so much back end services, whereas Frost, but it's going, Hey, I'm actually, I'm building this thing from the ground up with Brock. So, you know, if all of a sudden we need a sales force, I got to go find one and integrate it with our website. Um, if we need to make a change on our website, like we're, we have to figure that out or whatnot. Um, you know, so there's a lot of that, um, as far as hiring job posting, there's no career plug. <laughs> so. Um, you know, it's the post, how do we hire somebody? And I think the biggest thing is it still comes down to relationships at the end of the day. Um, you know, I am not going to act like we've built this whole thing alone. Like I've learned and taken ideas from a lot of different people. Um, so it's just still being able to talk to, to people and knowing that you can learn something from everyone. So being open-minded when you're talking to them, going, what can I take away here? Um, maybe how can I help? But yeah, I mean, Frost Buddies is a whole different animal. And it's probably a bigger roller coaster going, hey, I'm start, I'm the one investing the money here. So it's there's a lot more startup costs versus State Farm. You're kind of just stepping into it. Right. No, I love that. It's um, <clears throat> and I think that's what's beautiful about the insurance opportunity is, is it does take away some of those those question marks. I think of, man, <clears throat> can I pay the bills? Like, or <laughs> can we pay the bills? This and especially now your business. Like, I can't even imagine that because you've got the cost of the product, so you're going to be yep. in the hole before you make it back. Which I you use the good term roller coaster, like. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. And, and we see a little bit of seasonality. So it's like, you know, you'll have hundreds of thousands of units sitting in and uh, sitting in a warehouse and, you know, it, the way the year falls, it's like, you've got all the product. Well, January, February, or you're sitting on all this inventory because you've got to have it by the time summer rolls around. So it's, it takes some discipline going, no, we're doing the right thing. You can't buy emotionally. You got to go, we're going to need the product. We're, we've ran out, you know, now two summers or both summers in a row. Um, I don't want that to happen again. So you got to try again, you got to trust the process and know that it is going to work because come summertime through Christmas, it's like, you can't, you can't keep inventory. You're turning and burning so fast. It's, it's a rush. So the dopamine, me and Brock always said the dopamine release is crazy come summer, but it's horrible right now. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I love that. And I love the, cause you're learning things there that carry over into the office. You learn things from the office, that carry over into that business. And so, um, in both aspects of which 
you, you like you said, the agency is more of a guaranteed income. It, it, it helps yeah. like, you know, it's going to be there. Um, so I, I love yeah. that. You know, and I guess I would also add, it's like in the state farm world, it's like, it's so interconnected. There's always somebody who you can say, there's always somebody that's had the problem you're facing. So you can reach out, they can walk you through it, or you can call our support lines and they're going to help out. In the frostbody world, it's like, good luck, go figure it out. I mean, so we got into Dick's Sporting Good and um, I'm not kidding. It's like, they handed me a 150 page manual and said, here's our, uh, here's our shipping guidelines. Don't screw it or don't screw it up or we're going to charge you back 10% for this, 10% for this. And I'm reading it going, son of a gun, all said and done. We might lose money on this if I can't figure this out. I mean, you know, so it's like they hand you the manual and go, here's our routing guidelines. Make sure you follow them, which is, I mean, that's just the world we live in. You know, that, that is how they operate. And Hey, they can do that because they're Dick's sporting good. Um, for me, it was probably one of the most stressful two weeks I've had looking back. Um, the number of people that have asked me what this is and what that is, I learned it all from that experience. So looking back, what was so stressful was a really great opportunity for me to learn. Mm. <clears throat> I love that. And that's usually, that's usually how it goes that when you're put into uncomfortable situations, you're, you're forced yep. to, you're forced to grow. I mean, you have no other option. Yep. Backs against the wall. And it's like, you know, nobody regrets the things that you're taking a chance at. It's always, I didn't take the chance. Why not? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, I think the last thing, uh, because it sounds like I, and I, I didn't hit on this earlier. It sounds like you have quite a amazing culture at your office. Okay. Like that family like type of atmosphere. What would be one or two things you, what you could share uh, around how you've went around really formulating that type of culture in the office? It didn't happen overnight. Um, for sure. I mean, my first year I probably went through 10 or 11 team members. Um, and not because I've never fired somebody. (laughs) So, um, you know, it was more for me, I like surrounding myself with people around uh, near my age. Um, but also the competitive driven, I'm always like, is this somebody that I, you know, I want to hang out with on the weekend or that I want to be around? Cause if I don't like, if I don't like being around them just as a person, it's probably not going to be the greatest atmosphere. Um, you know, so I, I try to find common interest on that, I guess. Um, and like-minded people that get along. And if I notice that two of them aren't getting along, I'll, we will address it right there on the spot. I'm like, I just, I don't have any room for that. And they know that. So hopefully we don't have any issues. Okay. I, uh, that's, that's good advice. So you're, you're one that's quick to take action instead of letting issues linger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nipping it in the rear end. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Mitch, my man, what's the best way for people? And so everyone listening to this right now, <clears throat> if you've never heard of Frost Buddy, what's the easiest way they can find Frost Buddy? Frostbuddy.com. Without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, so we do most of our business online. So if somebody has a question, they, you know, they can contact us about it. Um, it's really pretty straightforward once you are on Frostbuddy.com. Okay. And we'll, um, and we'll put everything in the show notes too, but you actually work with quite a few, uh, insurance professionals and agents across the country doing em- embroidered stuff and things like that, right? Yep. 
I double dip a little bit with both. I have several agents who wanted engraving. So like we will engrave them, you know, whatever they want on them. Um, a lot of people are using them for referrals, giveaways. Um, I've got a wall that says frost buddy on it real big and has a, so like six shelves lined up with all of them. And I'll be honest with you, the minute I did that, every customer that walks in the door, is he giving those away? Those are, those are really cool. Like what? And being in the town, I am, everyone knows that I'm a part of frost buddy. So my team then does a, does a really great job on going, nope, but, well, yeah, he is giving them away, but here's what you got to do for it. Um, you know, they, I told them, I said, you guys decide, here's what it costs me. Um, so I think they get like eight referrals every time they give one away. Works out great. Well, Mitch, my man, um, it was a pleasure, uh, this morning. Uh, I really, really appreciate your time and everybody listening to this. You all know this as always time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have. I appreciate you all spending just a few minutes with us today. Mitch, thank you so much again. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.